Cliff Schechter is is always a friend of mine. Uh, best-selling author and ad writer for Joe Biden's presidential campaign in 2020. His Blue Amp Action email uh, list raised over 850K for Democratic candidates and progressive organizations. He has the Blue Amp YouTube channel where it's humorous and cutting takedowns have gone viral. Now you need to go to this. Here it is. You ready? Write it down. YouTube.com backslash, backslash C. Schechter. C. Schechter. YouTube.com backslash C. Schechter. Cliff Schechter is kind enough to join us today to talk about things that we, you know, we haven't talked to him in three weeks, so we've got some things to get to. Hey, Cliff. <laughs> hey, but can we at least start, like, just for now that I heard what you said for, like, 20 seconds and just make fun of Elon Musk? Oh, God. Because I, I've never seen, I mean, he's the stupidest business person alive, and I think that may be including Donald Trump. Okay. And, I- like... If I can, I'm going to bring in Patrick. You're a pretty smart tech guy here. Would you do anything that he is doing right now? I would absolutely not have done any of the things that Elon <laughs> Musk has done to well, Twitter. Okay, thank you, Patrick. Well, there's the tech side of it, but then there's like anybody who knows how to do any marketing of any product and how this went. It's like, here's what I want. I've got a product. I want you to not use it. Yes. Go outside. Enjoy the sun. Don't buy the thing that I'm selling. A social media I mean, I mean, web page. There's so many other dumb things, but that may have been that may have been the big one. That was on Saturday. That was Saturday. He came on out and said, "We're going to limit how many posts you can see in a day." And I am going to. I mean, and ironically, I don't know if he knew Threads was coming out or what. I imagine he did. But yeah, I was asking about that because I'm. I haven't gotten because that's the big talk today. Like I got on post a few months ago, did some stuff there. I just joined Spatable recently. I got an invite to Blue Sky. I haven't signed up yet. But I'm getting exhausted by all of this. So the threads thing, you know, I just saw it. But, you, you know, you're the stat you just said, 30 million. Yeah. Well, that makes it kind of attractive and makes me think that maybe I have to. That's well. And, um, and, and what it's been, what it, why that is, yeah. is, by the way, it's because it's connected basically to Instagram. And all you have to do on Instagram. Right. Like, and I haven't done enough with that, considering I've got a YouTube channel and work with video. I've needed to do more with Instagram. So the fact is that it's tied to Instagram may make it make even more sense for me, if you see what I'm saying. So I, I yeah, I would make this recommendation. Go get go get threads just because it's there's going to be so many people on threads it's going to be worthwhile. Blue sky, yep. blue sky of all the options, I think blue sky is the best interface, and you know I like blue sky a lot. Mastodon is the other one. I've been doing Mastodon. I've enjoyed it. And with those three, I don't think I need to add anything else. I'm not. A, I don't know if I really want to go down the TikTok path or any of the other ones. I know Hive has right. got one is out there, but I think that those. I did. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh no! I was just going to say I, I just don't. I don't think I'm going to. I mean, I got so much time in the day. I've got five windows constantly open up on my computer. I don't need any more. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what makes this all so tough. Is that Elon Musk hopefully bankrupts himself and completely <laughs> screws himself up? He's already, you know, been hoisted on his own petard and made himself look like the fool he is in front of the world. Um, but, you know, it does. I mean, this was a, a place where we all could congregate to message. It's not to say that Twitter didn't have a lot of issues either under even under Jack Dorsey, who's another another guy who thinks he knows a lot more than he does. And is an idiot supporting RFK. So that says enough. But but like far better than obviously under Musk, where it's become completely ridiculous and completely right wing and nuts and and just stupid. And like, you know, and so it's like we're scattered down to the four winds in all these directions. And as you just said, 
I'm doing stuff on my YouTube channel, right? I still occasionally, you know, for family morning, do stuff on Facebook. And it's just like, I mean, how many of these damn things can I be on? You know, I don't, I mean, I opened Spoutable. I still barely use it. I got into Post for about two or three weeks and they kept promising improvements that never came. This is probably three months ago because they were the first out of the gate, maybe longer. And, and so I kind of mostly gave up on that. You know, I go back and I post videos there. And I was just about to open a Blue Sky one because I have an invite. So I'll do it out of curiosity. And I suppose I'll do threads too, but it's like, Jesus, you know, yeah. what can I, I mean, how much time am I supposed to have in a day for social media? Uh, I want to, since we're talking about this, let me put out a post that Elon Musk did this last night when threads kind of started exploding. He's, he posted, it is infinitely preferable to be attacked by strangers on Twitter than indulge in the false happiness of hide the pain Instagram. And of course, Instagram is connected to threads. That's why he brought in Instagram. I, I just sort of like, how tone deaf are you to post something like that, that you think that people want to go to social media? And have people, you know, bigots, racists, Nazis, delusional right-wing nut jobs attack them constantly. That, that's what I'm here for. I'm here for yeah, that. Me, Go ahead. Can I explain to you what the order here is? You've got the sky, you, you know, and atmosphere and all that wonderful stuff. And you come down to the mountaintops and you get down to sea level. Then you get down to the bottom of the sea. You know, all that kind of stuff. Indiana Jones stuff, if you just saw the movie, but I won't ruin it if you haven't. Then you go to the Earth's outer core, the Earth's inner core, and then below that is Elon Musk's EQ. <laughs> that, that, that's essentially what I'm saying. Is He honestly is the most, the biggest social misfit, misfit I feel like I've ever come across. It's like, as you just said, tone deaf. Tone deaf doesn't get to it. If there's, if there's like an, an option, a list of options and there's like 14 of them, you know, and they're all, and, and there's, they're listening to one of the socially stupidest things to say. He'll find a way to combine the three dumbest ones to turn it into like the 18th dumbest thing to say. I mean, he just, he, he just is a, a machine at offending people, saying stupid things, saying what people don't, who are, who actually want to invest or buy in his businesses don't want to hear. He screwed Tesla. So, I mean, you know, that's now a, a, a scarlet letter. People are buying Rivian and stuff like that. Like, I mean, it, it's it's been amazing to watch how there's one. And, and a last thing I'll say, because I know we got stuff to talk about, but like the last thing it says, and this is an important thing, is I, you know, I spend a lot of time criticizing mainstream media, both sides garbage. People pretend that that lies and conspiracies are equal to truth, and fascism is equal to democracy, and the rest. And you know, and what I've learned, I mean, we've seen it all, of course, with. Uh, you know, with what's her face, uh, Holmes, you know, is that the tech media is just as bad. They yeah. build up these titans and they build up for access, of course, these people and they turn them into gods. And that this guy, this unbelievably stupid, pale moron, you know, who can't get a straight sentence out uh, that makes any sense, who can, can't appeal to anybody, who says the stupidest things on Twitter and believes the dumbest conspiracies was compared to like Tony Stark at some point. I mean, that tells me that the tech media is a joke, yeah. is what that tells me. Because it wasn't like they weren't seeing all this stuff behind closed doors. He just wasn't tweeting it back then. There are too many people there who think that the people who are dating them and are their friends 
are actually wanting to date them for their personality and want to be their friend and don't just want to be about right. the obscene piles of cash the guy throws around and the experiences he creates for his pseudo friends. And that's I mean, that's Elon Musk. I mean, that really is. I mean, he thinks he thinks the girls that like him like him. And, and that's, that's right. That's, that's, exactly. that's, he's, that's like, a, he's that guy who's like, do they really like me for my looks and personality? And you're like, dude, no, no. You, yeah. you stumbled into stealing other people's ideas and getting government subsidies and, and making a lot of money, which is if ever there's proof that, that you can't equate being wealthy with being intelligent, you, you've helped put that to, that to bed. Not that Trump and others didn't, but like, you know, I, I could go on forever. He, yeah. So yeah. he just, he offends me, his very being. What, what an absolute moron he is, and you have to understand how hard I've been trying during this conversation to not use words that will get you in trouble <laughs> with the FCC. I appreciate that, my friend. All right, let's l- let's get into the uh, SCOTUS. Uh, there was quite a few rulings here. I'll let you just go of the of the the rulings you saw here. You know, let's talk about what uh, what caught your eye. Well, I mean, obviously the LGBTQ one because it's a complete fraud. Yeah. Um, Ronald Brownstein, if you read what he writes, you know, he chronicles, I think, but, you know, a combination of history and numbers and other things very well. And he sort of, you know, he sort of compared this to other periods of time in history and said that, you know, in the 1850s, you had the illegitimate sort of older conservatives left over from earlier era, you know, the Dred Scott court. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the 1930s, everybody was the Lochner court and those guys who kept striking down and making up, they make up, they made up some economic standards that didn't exist in the Constitution because they just didn't want to allow FDR to do stuff that hadn't been done before. You know, he threatened them with court packing. Infamously, it hurt him in the 1930 election. But also what people talk about is, is they backed off after they stopped going. They stopped uh, undoing his legislation. And we're, it feels like, as Ron Brownstein said, we're in a third period of that. These guys, these are not justices the way they weren't justices in the 1850s or in the 1930s. They're, they're, they're right-wing ideologues or Republicans in robes, the six of them. Call them the, the Fed Sox Six for the six that are owned by the Federalist Society. And there's so much grift there. And there's, I mean, you know, the grift goes on and on. We've talked about it. They're all bought by various interests. There's dark money. You know, we know the Federalist Society owns them. We don't know which individuals do. So for Paul Singer's flying, you know, what's his name, Alito over to Rome. And, and, you know, they're, they're being, uh, or on a fishing trip to Alaska. It was, it was the, the anti-choice group that sued and Dobbs that flew them to Rome. And, you know, and, and we know it's Clarence Thomas and Harlan Crow. They're all owned by billionaires, owned by big companies. Like, they're, they're the most illegitimate clown show. And, and, you know, Democrats are going to have to get on this page. You know, Biden's moved on a lot of stuff, but he's still holding back on this and he needs to just let it go, which is, this is, this is a, a this is a right-wing star chamber. Is what this is. It is not a court. You ever see the Star movie Star Chamber with Michael yeah, Douglas? Yeah. I mean, that's what this is. They sit around a table, and you know, if, you, if you, I, I made a video where I put a scene from that movie in it, where they're all sitting there saying "guilty, guilty," and of course, it was like almost all old white guys, perfectly representative of what we're dealing with here—a bunch of opus day lunatic Catholics. And by the way, that's not an insult to normal people who are Catholic. Opus day is like the most extreme. You know, the extreme right wing lunacy stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like the guy whipping himself in, uh, uh, you know, Da Vinci Code movies. Or, yes, thank you. I mean, that's what we're talking about here. And they're trying to impose, I mean, when you got Justice Alito quoting like a 16th century thinker who believed that, that uh, marital rape was not only justified but preferable, and he's quoting that guy as part of his decision, I think that gives you an idea how far they're going back. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, it, so so again, 
They're not personally believable in any way because they're all corrupt. They're not ideologically believable. I mean, you know, three of these justices were lawyers on on the the Bush, you know, successful attempt to overthrow Gore's chance at, at having all the votes counted in 2000. Coney Barrett and and Roberts and Kavanaugh were all in it. Kavanaugh was always a political operative. Gorsuch's mom worked for Reagan and was chased out of Washington because she was so corrupt when she was at the EPA. Like these are, you know, these are people who who were known are are all political players. They're all corrupt. They're all and and last thing I'll say on it is because you know a couple of times these six have tried to come down with you know seemingly reasonable decisions and you know Gorsuch and Alito and Thomas have been the real like lunatics. They're all horrible. The other ones just want to have the fig leaf of of legitimacy, and and they've and they've broken away in a few things that are so bad. But the other three have been right out there, like, yeah, bring it on. You know what I mean? Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> like like we'll do it. We're Samosa. You yeah. know, where's Idi Amin? Just come on. Let's let's let's, let's stop with this democracy stuff. Let's get a dictatorship. Um, I mean, that independent legislature ruling that, that gerrymandered state legislatures that don't represent their people can just decide to throw out everybody's votes and overturn a court ruling. I mean, if that's not the stupidest thing one's ever heard in what's supposed to be a, a constitutional republic, I don't know what is. Well, and that was a 6-3 ruling. And by the way, in Gorsuch is weird because when it comes to Native American issues, he's one of the most reliable Native American votes out there, which is really kind of interesting uh, because he does seem to understand the treaties supersede the Constitution, but no one yeah, else there does. Some Native American blood. I don't uh, believe for a second that there's a good part of him. Well, but, you, you know, I just don't. You brought up something ahead, here. Sir. Is the reason why you brought up 38, 1938, FDR, his war there, and then it did cost him seats. And then when the Republicans tried to undo some of his things and the economy started going bad again, basically he got he got his 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 power back, his 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 clout back. Well, he that... also scared the court with that threat. Yeah, so it may have hurt him politically initially, but the court never went after his stuff on constitutional grounds again. They got the message. Well, do you think that the reason why Biden has not done this? Is because this is something that was mentioned the day, the day after he took office. Is you know, are you going to expand out the Supreme Court? And the 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 reason why is he knows that if he does this before his second term begins, that basically he is it's going to it's going to turn him into you know persona non grata that he can do this beginning of twenty twenty five. As soon as he takes office again, he can go out there. I'm expanding the Supreme Court uh, by five more seats and be done with it. And, and and kind of go from there. I mean, I, I think that there is a, a legitimate blowback that would happen to him pre-election here, considering how much the, the Republicans and the right just hate the guy. So, look, that's the one, obvious, to me, the one legitimate reason to be doing what he's doing. And if that is why he's doing it, I understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do feel like, though, you know, we need – you know, and I've argued this uh, while we're going back in history. We need a 1932, 1934, 1936 type election, right? We need an election where these guys are so unpopular, they're being propped up by right-wing lying media and a failing mainstream media and all sorts of dark money to outspend their opponents and all these sort of anti-democratic factors are propping them up. They're an enormous minority in this country. Virtually every decision they come to proves that. Um, and you know, and 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 so, and I'm talking about the court and the, the Republicans in Congress and state legislatures. I mean, we need like a house cleaning. You know, we need. I'll say it the British way, so I think it's okay. An arse kicking. <laughs> like we need, we need them to lose a hundred house seats 
and to lose 15 Senate seats. And to, I mean, to get to a point where where they have been so thoroughly rejected, even in places where they usually win. And look, we've been seeing some evidence of that. I mean, we won a judicial race by 11 points in Wisconsin, where nobody usually wins by more than one or two. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been seeing things way beyond the norm. Does it mean that that's going to, you know, but I hope, but I guess what I'm saying is there can't be sort of a, you know, we're going to do these half measures. Here are a couple small things. There needs to be for this election a sweeping narrative about the corruption, the incompetence, the support for a coup, the, you know, what the Republican Party has done to our country, what they are doing in the states, what they have done federally, what their judges have done how they've harmed women, how they've harmed democracy, how your children have to be scared to go to school, how climate is, is, is getting you know intolerable. We just July 4th was literally just the hottest day in the entire world. And, no, well, I think it was only 125,000 years or so. Um, I, and I'm not even kidding. I think it was in 125,000 years. I don't know how they measure that. But <laughs> in any case, since, since humans have been around. Um, and, you know, we needed – so to me – I guess maybe you're scared, and I, you have to look at what polling's telling them, but that's saying what they're going to do with this court, you know, isn't what they're going to do with the court uh, will backfire. But the court needs to be a part of that whole argument. And, and the problem is, is when you start saying this court is, is illegitimate, it's thoroughly corrupt. Numerous other Republican judges, from Kenton to what that's got, to Kazmarek, the one that, that is trying to throw birth control out everywhere across the country, that, that these, these, these are essentially like, like they've infiltrated these ideologues, our system. And there needs to be a thorough rejection of everything they stand for and an embrace of equality and modernism and these kind of, to me it needs to be that kind of an election and i just think you get you know you gotta have to have you have to have some answer when people say well you can do all that but how are you going to change the supreme court you're just going to sit around mm-hmm. i mean what thomas is 77 alito 73 you're just going to wait for them to die is that the answer um, there has to be some kind of an answer of you know what you know, and maybe that maybe the answer is we're going to pass a full slate of ethics reform or you know reforms we're going to do legitimate investigations of what of, of Kavanaugh and, and sexual assault of Thomas and God knows how many things I mean maybe those things you could do in lieu of uh, saying you're going to going to put more justice on the court and that would be your answer and I think people would support all of that but you're... there has to be an answer if you're going to stand up and say that these folks are thoroughly corrupt and they've destroyed, you know, they've, they've ruled against our values and trying to turn the clock back anywhere from 50 to 125 years. You can't just say, but hey, we're just going to wait and it's, I'm sure another seat will open up at some point. But you have to say, you have to have an answer to what you're going to do to stop it. Well, but, and by and the way, you, if, I, if I can just say, yeah. and you do vote every election. You don't, don't take any elections off. You can't take any more elections off. We took up people, too many people took off 2016. You can't ever do that again. God. You just can't do that again. Um, the, here's the last, last point I'll just make with you really quick. Um, Generation Z has had it with them. Um, I mean, one of the rulings was basically saying we're not going to, you know, forgive, uh, you know, waive the student loan debt. And I guarantee well, we have all of uh, all of the, the PPP loans that all of us millionaires did not need. But we, we, we sat there like pigs gorging on this government money because we're a bunch of hypocrites. As bad as we are at everything else, we're also the biggest hypocrites in the world. We can do that. But no, no, no we don't want to let you have ten thousand dollars waived off, which, by the way, it was waived 
which made it okay. Well, yeah, but John Roberts decided he was going to ignore that word. He, was, he, ignored, he ignored the word in the law that Biden used, which is just, we just don't want you to do it. Uh, but I mean, but, Gener- Generation Z scares the living daylights out of the Republicans because our generation, Generation X, we basically, ident- we, we, you couldn't advertise to us because we could spot advertising from a mile away. Generation Z, you can advertise all damn day long to them. They don't change their mind. And they are firmly on the left. They do not like where this has gone. They do not like the gun violence. They do not like their rights getting taken away. They sure don't like the, the war on education that's going on out there. And this is, yeah. a big, this is why the Republicans have been trying to figure out a way to purge anyone 30 and under from the voting ranks. Right. And not so, let them vote with college IDs and those kinds of things. Yep. So I think, I mean, aren't we looking at, as you talk about, you know, a reckoning is coming. If if the the Democrats right now are out there working as hard as they can to say you know Generation Z there's one there's one you know Biden was trying to give you the wave the the student loan debt they're the ones that took it away Biden wants to keep your rights as an individual woman to be able to decide what you want to do they're trying to take it away I think that if they go on out there and start you know actually manipulating the Generation Z into as as just by saying hey we know what's important to you that's why you need to vote Democrat. I think that that could be the beginning of this long, you know, 32, 34, 36 domination. I mean, I think you're absolutely right because they already have shown that, right? I mean, we none of these election results we talked about from 2022 to that Wisconsin one to other ones would have happened without Gen Z. They've already turned out in ridiculously large numbers. They are, they are thoroughly, I mean, to the point of what, 70 to 15 or I mean some crazy number, reject the Republican Party, um, you know. Uh, and, and, and I mean, that last, elect, that last election cycle, it was a story of Gen Z turning out, a lot more women turning out, and then uh, the third one was a smaller group of Republican women and some well-educated Republicans, uh, you know, in the suburbs switching to the Democratic Party. And that was mostly the story. You know, there's other parts of it, too, but that was a lot of it. So, yeah, yeah this realignment will happen with them and will happen with, with women turning out. Um, who had in the past often, you know, women who have been marginalized in our society, single women and, you know, those who, who work part-time and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so, yes, I think this all can happen. I'm just saying as the guy who believes, you know, that you need a clear message to inspire people, we, you know, and then you need your sub-messages below that. We need to have a clear overall message of rejecting this and embracing the future and embracing what we can be. And so the Supreme Court has got to be a part of that message. And as I said, that doesn't mean you have to say we're going to add more justices. You're right. You can do that afterwards. He has to get elected if we win huge. But it has to be at least that we're going to rein them in and we're going to stop them. That they are out of an out-of-control star chamber who has never elected a super legislature who thinks that they get to legislate. And we are going to, to box them in by investigating them. By you know impeaching if necessary, by pushing a, a, a full-throated and very very sort of harsh set of ethics on them, which they've proven they need, and that kind of and maybe that would be that would be oh, okay to do it that way. The ethics laws, you're you're right. We didn't have time to talk Cincinnati Reds, man. You and I, okay, we, you and I, okay. I'm I'm dealing with a Twins team that's just treading water. Yankees are not delivering like they should, but your local but the team, Reds, your lo- are, the, Reds. Are the most fun team in baseball. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Your team there, we don't really have too much time to talk about this, but they went on a heck of a winning streak. You and I said at the beginning of the season, 
if there's a team that I'm keeping an eye on, it was the Reds because they could, if everything comes together, and right now everything's coming together, and that's a good division for them to be in right now because the Cardinals are garbage. The Brewers, sure. I don't think they have the, the, the legs to go with this. It's their division really to lose at this point. It is. You have to remember that my cynicism didn't come from their lack of talent. It came from seeing what ownership has done with yes. talent in the past. Yes. That right now, I'll just say, because I know we don't have much time, they, they hold this core. They still even have one or two more young guys ready to come up, and they can bring in one or two wily veterans. They've got Votto already, you know, one or two others to help lead this team. I, I do. I think, I think they could shock everybody like that 1990 team did and win a World Series. I certainly think they can compete in the playoffs with anybody. Uh, Cliff Schechter, once again, you need to go to youtube.com and go to backslash C Schechter. I will link to that uh, on the social media, on the 5,000 social media accounts I am on. I will link to it on every one of them. Every one of them. You should be done by about two in the morning. I should be. But go, hey, if you want good knowledge, you want good entertainment. Cliff is absolutely spectacular. Over 20,000 followers on YouTube. So go make yourself part of that by subscribing to his YouTube channel. I'll make sure, once again, everyone is linked to that. Cliff, thank you very much, as always. It's always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks, buddy. Always good talking to you. Chat with you later. Cliff Schechter, we'll take a break. Come on back. It's the Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 950.